Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host who, guess what? You're not going to hear from for a couple of weeks. Um, Yep, I'm taking my first ever actual break from this podcast. Do not worry, it's only two weeks. It's only two goddamn weeks. Now, you might be thinking, Fran, are you going on holiday? Are you going to a spa? Are you... No, I ain't doing none of that shit. I am having a self preservation, um, mental health break, I guess you could say, physical health, mental health, all the health things uh, break. 
and it is much, much needed. And I can't wait to come back feeling fully refreshed and revitalized. Anyway, I want to talk about money today. Money, money, money. I don't know why I keep insisting on singing on these podcasts because I can't sing for shit. But yeah, I want to talk about money and money and law of attraction and money as an energy and manifesting money is so interesting to me for two reasons. Number one, it has real tangible results. We all know that person who discovers the law of attraction and says, I want to manifest my soulmate. He's going to be like the most amazing man and we're going to have the most amazing life. And then she's like, guess what? I manifested my soulmate. And you meet this soulmate and they're a dickhead. They are an absolute dickhead. And you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure if you did. I'm not sure. I think maybe love is blind. Um, Whereas money, you can't argue with it. If you set yourself a money goal and you use manifesting money techniques, money mindset techniques, and you hit that goal, and it has to obviously be something that's quite out of your reach. Um, Otherwise, it's like, well, you could have just made it anyway. Um, You can't argue with that shit. It's very binary. It's very tangible. You either did it or you didn't. And that's what I love about it. And number two is because money really is a gateway to many things that we want in life, whether that is ease, enjoyment, adventure, travel, security, time, relaxation, connection, health. If you think all of those things are much more easily available to us when we have abundance in the form of money. A great example of this is I'm a bit of a moly bitch, right? I'm a little bit moly. I've had two moles removed on my stomach in my 20s. My sister and my nan have both had leg cancer. Leg cancer? That's not a thing, is it? Don't listen to me. This is not a medical podcast. Not leg cancer. Skin cancer in their legs. And in fact, all three of my daughters were all born with one large mole each, which I think is quite unusual for children, right? It's quite unusual. Um, Anyway, I'm a bit moly, okay? Not in like a gross way, just a little bit. And I have finally got around to one of my long-term goals, <laughs> which is to go to a special skin clinic, like a, the mole clinic, not giving them a fucking shout out or anything because they didn't give me a discount. I didn't ask, to be fair. Um, it's called the mole clinic. Let's give them a shout out. Fuck it. They're doing the Lord's work. And you can pay, I think it's three or four hundred pounds and you get an entire body map. So they map all of your moles to see any changes. They look with like a special light. They look at every single square inch of your body. Like they fucking look at everything. And if you're single like me, you will often find that like, no one can fucking see your back. Like you've not seen your own back in, have well, never actually. We've never seen our own backs, have we? <laughs> Sometimes I have to say to Bo, Bo, will you take a picture of my back, please? Because I've got a mole on my back that's a bit Anyway, sorry, this is getting very moly, this podcast. Um, but my point is, it's like, that's a fucking luxury. There's a time where I could not have even envisaged spending £400 on having my moles fucking checked. Do you know what I mean? Like, I spent £350 on an all-inclusive holiday for a week once with me and Bo, like for a whole week. So spending 400 and having my moles checked is a fucking luxury. And that is one of the many luxuries that money can bring us. The luxury of healthcare, the luxury of enjoyment and ease. If something breaks, you don't have to panic about getting it fixed or replaced. You can just do it. So anyway, 
Money can make us really happy, but only if we are spending it in the right way. And that's what I want to talk about today is are your goals, whether they are financial or things that you want to achieve or do or spend money on, whatever, are they things that are actually going to make you fulfilled and content and happy or not? Now, I have got mixed experience with this. I have wanted to achieve things or buy certain things or go certain places and it has not brought me any happiness at all and it's been an expensive mistake to make. And then other things that I've not spent nearly as much money on have brought me immense joy and happiness. And there's going to be an exercise today that we are going to do together that will really clarify for you what are the things that bring you your greatest joy, your most treasured memories and your highest vibe life. Because then you're able to refocus your goals and your financial planning and what you want to spend money on this year onto the things that are going to have the greatest leverage, the greatest impact in your life. Get excited, bitches. So when we talk about money mindset and we work on our money mindset, there's a lot of focus on bringing in abundance and wealth. Of course there is. But it's also important to consider how and what we spend our money on. So of course it is important that you honour your money. That's a big part of money mindset work is honouring your money. And you don't want to be spending it on shit that is not in alignment with your values, with who you are, with where you want to go in life. And we all do this just without thinking, just almost subconsciously. We're constantly spending money on things that are pulling us further away from our goals and not towards them. And so the goal today is to get your spending in alignment with your values and goals in life. And you're going to be so much better off for it, both financially and spiritually. So the exercise is this, and it's pretty simple. By the way, sorry, I forgot to say, we did this exercise as part of the book that we are doing in the book club this month. It's called Money, A Love Story by Kate Northrup. Kate is amazing. She's the woman that taught us all about cyclical living and living in alignment with the moon. She is coming on this podcast next month. Get excited for that. But anyway, I just wanted to say this is where this exercise and this work comes from. So the exercise is this. We want to define and clarify what is most important to you and what makes you feel most content, most alive, most fulfilled. And you might be sitting here listening to this thinking, but Fran, I already know what makes me feel alive and fulfilled and content. But let me just say, you may not. You may be tricking yourself. And this is how we're going to find out how. Now, I want you to think of three times in your life, your entire lifetime, when you felt your absolute best, when you were most in alignment, when you were feeling pure joy, when you had that feeling of expansiveness. Now, I don't want you to massively overthink this and it doesn't matter So like, for example, one of mine that I came up with, I really struggled. I think I had five in the end. But one of the ones I came up with was when I brought Bohemia home from hospital, like after I'd given birth to her, obviously, I had her in London. And then me, my ex-husband and my mum all drove up to our house in Lincoln. So it's like a three-hour drive. Anyway, anyway, halfway on the drive, we had to stop so that I could breastfeed her. And we just stopped in this service station and like went into a McDonald's. And I just got this crashing overwhelming love, like this overwhelming feeling that I'll remember for the rest of my life. It's the most pure. 
I mean, it's all chemicals, isn't it, in your body? But <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Um, it was like my body was giving me my own little supply of drugs and it was amazing. Um, but I will always remember that. Now, if you have anything like that, that you think, oh, I can't say that because it's just me in a McDonald's at the side of the A1. Please don't overthink this or feel like it has to be the moment that I climbed to the top of Mount Sinai or when I was in Thailand traveling. Like it doesn't have to be. It could be a moment in a supermarket. It could be a moment in your back garden. So for me, one of mine was in a McDonald's on the fucking A1. Um, But really think of the feeling, not if it was like a really expensive trip or an exotic place, the feeling is what I want you to focus on. So to help you out, I'll tell you what mine were. So I had about five, like I say, but these were like three that I really could distinctly remember. So the first one was, and I so clearly remember this several years ago. So me and my ex-husband used to go to Australia every January. And I still was like high on the fact that I had managed to quit my job. I was doing a job I loved doing spray tans and eyelash extensions. And I was my own boss. So for the first time ever, I could just be like, guess what? I now take January's off. Like we're traveling around Australia for a month. What a fucking dream, right? So here I was in January, everyone back home was freezing cold and complaining about the weather. And I was traveling up the coast of Australia with my ex-husband and two of my best friends and some of his friends. And I just remember stopping at this random banana, like, I don't know, Australia has all this oversized fruit. I don't know what it's about. This giant banana. And I just remember thinking like, this is being alive. Like, this is the fucking life. Like, not sitting in a nine-to-five job that I just had to try and make myself as small as possible so no one noticed me because I fucking hated it every day. Like, walking on the beach, getting day drunk with your friends, taking pictures next to huge bananas in January in Australia. This is the fucking life. And I just remember feeling that I wanted to feel that way as often as possible. And that freedom to me was so, so important. Freedom and connection, I guess. Freedom, adventure and travel. Anyway, we're going to get onto the values that align with it. My second one that I thought of was when my friend Emma asked me to go and be a guest on Callum Best's podcast um, at the Heart Studio. So this was way before I'd started my podcast. I was just talking about Law of Attraction quite a lot on YouTube and stuff. And it was the first time that I ever podcasted. And I remember coming out of those studios and getting on the tube home and just thinking, I want to do this every day for the rest of my life. This is what I fucking love doing. And I just felt so... um, driven and like I had such a direction from that point. And my third one was actually just last year, um, me and my friend went to Cornwall and we took five children on our own, three one-year-old babies on our own, right? We stayed in a house perched on a rock on a cliff that you had to access via a suspension bridge. Like it was not exactly child-friendly, but I tell you what, we absolutely had the best week ever. The children loved it. Everyone was behaved amazingly. And I just remember sitting on the beach just being like, wow, I've done it. Like having three children on your own, it's quite limiting sometimes for the things that you can do. There's some things that aren't safe, like even public swimming pools won't let you swim with two children that young on your own. Like there's some things that aren't safe. There's some things that are just too difficult to even attempt. And so freedom is like one of my big values. And when I had twins, 
God, I love them. But like having two babies at once, it stops you doing a lot of things. So being able to do that Cornwall trip and just be doing it with a friend like on my own, I didn't have anyone helping me there. It was just fucking amazing. And it was just, yeah, it was one of my peak moments of my life. It really, really was. I just remember thinking, I can't believe I've managed to do this financially. I can't believe I've managed to do this physically. I am doing all the things I enjoy, which is travel and adventure and new experiences and new places with the people that are most important to me in the world, my daughters. Um, and so that was like a real defining moment of like, wow, this is, this is just amazing. It's one of the peak moments of my life. So I hope that those examples have helped you to think of your own three peak moments. Now, what I want you to do next is think about these three experiences, these three peak moments in your life, and just think about the values associated with them. Now, there are so many values that you could attribute to these experiences, but some, I'm just going to give you some examples, abundance, adventure, achievement, community, creativity, Is it family, friendship, freedom, nature, recognition, solitude, purposefulness? The list could go on forever, to be honest with you. But those are just some examples. And I want you to think about what values those experiences have. And if you find this easier to write it down, then that's all good. Now, is there a common theme there? Can you see a common theme with your peak experiences? Do they all involve being surrounded by people that you love? Maybe they all involve travel and adventure, or perhaps they are all about recognition and achievement. Now, don't judge yourself for the answers. You don't need to judge yourself. Uh, Like I said, if one of yours happens to be in a McDonald's on the A1, look, you live your goddamn life, girl. It is all about the feeling. It's not about what the experience actually was or where it was or how much it cost or whatever or how unique it is. It's all about the feeling that you had at the time, the feeling that has stayed with you all this time through all your days, months, years, memories, good things, bad things that have happened. You've kept this feeling with you and you can bring it back to you at any moment because it was so powerful and so strong. Now, what common themes have you found? In mine, I recognised that mine were all about travel and adventure with people that I love. That's either with my friends who I absolutely love to travel with or my family, like either my, my first family or my daughters as well, like being able to take them and show them the world and do different experiences with them. And when I say show them the world, you know, last year we did a lot of stuff just in the UK and it was amazing. We had some incredible experiences. It doesn't have to be some far flung place in fact, I will not, will not, will not, will not do a long haul flight with those children ever again (laughs) after Dubai. I say ever again, until they're at least five and 10. Like I I just can't deal with it again. Um, But yeah, it doesn't have to be some like far flung exotic thing. It's more about what you're doing together. So I recognize from mine, I absolutely love the feeling of achievement that I get from kind of breaking out of the rat race, breaking out of the nine to five, having experiences, traveling, um, being somewhere I've never been before, having amazing experiences with friends or with children. That for me is like an absolute given. 
Another common theme I found is like achievement with my podcast, doing my calling of spreading the word of the law of attraction. Like I absolutely love that. I was in a soft play today and a lady came up to me. To, she's like, is this your doll? One of the girls had dropped their doll on the floor. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. And then she was like, oh, I actually listened to your podcast. And I was saying to my husband, I want to go and say hello. But then I was too scared to. And then you dropped your doll. And then I was like, this is a perfect opportunity. And I was like, this is what I fucking live for. Like, I love this. I would stop and talk to people about the law of attraction all day long. That's why I started this podcast. So if you ever want to stop and talk to me about law of attraction, I will never be too busy. I promise you. Um, I love hearing your experiences. I love hearing how it's changed your life. So that's one for me. Like working on this is a massive peak experience of my life, being able to do this for a living. Something else I recognize as well from my peak moments, because like I say, I did actually do five, is that spending money on my home environment and having my home environment leveled up either by making changes within my home to make it more user-friendly for my family or but like buying my new house, whatever it might be. My home environment is something that brings a lot of value to my life. And I was speaking to someone about this the other day. I was speaking to a friend and she said, when you've got young children, spending money or time on your home is so important because you spend so much time there. You know, when you have young children, you're not out every night. You know, right now I'm sitting in my living room recording this. My children are in bed at seven o'clock. So every night at seven o'clock, like I'm home. That's just where I am. That's the season of my life. So you just want to start getting together. What are some real values um, that are really important to you in your life that bring you your highest vibes that make you feel most fulfilled, most happy? So mine are spending time in a home that I love and I feel comfortable in and is spacious enough for us and is comfortable enough for us and being here as a family. The other one is fun and adventure and travel with my children or with friends or with family. And another one is creativity and I guess spreading the word of the law of attraction through this podcast and through doing this work. So I want you to find out what yours are. And now is the enlightening part you kind of look at your goals and you think, well, do those goals align with the experiences that I'm saying have made me happiest in my life? So rather than trying to guess what is going to make you happy in the future, will this very expensive um, dress that I want to buy myself or these very expensive shoes, this very expensive handbag, will this make me happier in the future? Will buying myself a new car make me happier in the future? Or you can biohack this and simply look back on however many years experience of life that you already have and say, okay, what in the past has actually made me genuinely the happiest? And it's just a simple little tool that helps you to really refocus on your goals and hone in on the ones that are going to bring the most change and the most happiness and the most joy and fulfillment into your life. Now, for some people, the most happiness will come from an expensive bag or expensive shoes. If you are deeply into fashion and that is what brings you joy, then for some people it will be that. For other people, it will be buying an expensive car. For other people, it will be travel. We're all going to have completely different things that we value and that are important to us. And that is what is so brilliant about the law of attraction. When we think about abundance, and we're like, how can there be enough for everybody? Surely if I want this thing, everyone's going to want it. Guess what? Nobody wants 
to your shit. Like not everybody wants the same thing. If you have a dream to open up a cafe selling organic CBD tea, I don't even know if that's a thing. Trust me, there are so many people that that sounds like a terrible idea. They would not want to do it. Um, Your dream is amazing and it is there for you and it's going to be incredible for your life. But don't ever worry about everyone wanting the same thing because we all want different shit. So reassess your goals, take a look at what you are trying to manifest or what you are wanting to bring into your life this year and maybe drop out some of the things that you feel are just actually not going to bring you any real fulfillment or happiness. So this really gives you the freedom to spend your money confidently on the things that are going to bring you happiness and to close off money leaks for things that are not going to bring you any joy. So after we did this exercise in the book club, I confidently went ahead and actually just booked a family holiday. It's the first family holiday that my entire family, like my mum, my sister, me, her family, my family, we're all going. There's like, I don't even know how many of us, 12, I'm not sure. We are all going on holiday together and It can sometimes still, still as a single mum, sometimes it can feel like I should be sensible. I shouldn't be spending money on holidays or whatever. I still occasionally get plagued by those money blocks. We always do. No matter how much money mindset work you do, you will still always have things come up. And this exercise really made me realise like, what better is there to spend my money on? If that's what brings me those joy and fulfilment, why would I not spend my money on that? Um, I'm also going to have a test swim in a swim spa next week. I'm very excited um, because I am planning, one of my long-term goals has always been to have a swimming pool in my garden. And my friend has a swimming pool in her garden and she said, I would not do it again. I would advise against it. She's like, if you're just doing it for the children and just to have something to splash around in, I would get a swim spa. It's like half the price, so much easier to maintain. So I'm going to test out a, I think it's a 16 foot swim spa and I'm so excited and see that is just an example of aligned spending um I was feeling very nervous about even reaching out and asking about this kind of stuff because again I felt like it was excessive it was too abundant for me um but actually when I look at what brings me the most joy and where I spend the majority of my time in this season of my life I am with my children at our home most of the time they absolutely fucking love being at home And this is another little thought on like money and abundance and stuff. I've always lived in very, very small places. In London, I lived in a 500 square foot one bedroom apartment with Bo. Um, When I bought my little house, it was tiny. It was a three bedroom, but really it was a two bedroom. It was absolutely tiny. And with three children, it felt even tinier still. And I've always been a big advocate for like, it doesn't matter um, how big your house is or what you've got. It really doesn't matter. But let me tell you, since buying my new house, fucking hell, it is easier looking after children when you have different spaces to be in, not just one room. Like if you've got different spaces to be in, it's fucking easier. If you've got a room that you can just store all their toys, like a toy room, life is easier. If you have the space to have big toys that they can have out and then have the space to put them away and rotate them, life is easier. If you have a garden where you can have a slide out there and a fucking bouncy slide, whatever you want, life is easier. So I have just realized, and it's a harsh fact, I think. It's a harsh fact that I didn't want to be true. But honestly, having more space and having more money and having more resources at home available 
has made my parenting journey so much easier. And trust me, I've done it both ways. I've lived in tiny places and had no money. And I've lived in a bigger place now and have more money. And it is easier when you have more money and you have more space. And so I say that, I hope that none of you will judge me for saying that. It's just simply my truth of what I've experienced. And so this swim spa is really an extension of that. At the moment, currently, when it is boiling, as our summers seem to be so hot these days, I wake up and I just think, God, what am I going to do with the children for another day? Like it's boiling, it's 30 degrees. I've got to keep them out of the sun. Oh God. And it's really exhausting to try and manage that and find places to go. I mean, last year, I literally used to sometimes go to Asda just to get into the air conditioning. And so actually a great investment for my life and my happiness, and my children's happiness is this swim spa. Imagine waking up on a 30 degree day and being like, yes, it's another heat wave. We get to spend a day in the garden, splashing about in the swim spa. And like, we've got shade and we've got a breeze and we've got drinks on tap and food on tap. And it's amazing. And I don't have to fucking drive an hour to David Lloyd Nottingham. Oh, what a dream. What a time to be alive. So that's what I'm manifesting right now. And it is a bit of a stretch because it's a lot of money and I'm getting slightly nervous about it. But that's when you just need to go back and do more money mindset work. Remind yourself um, of all the things that you've learned in the past. New level, new devil. You know, the more money you make or the bigger numbers that you're talking, you're going to have new limiting beliefs to unblock all the time. So the work is never done. Sorry, I hate to tell you, but the work is never done. Um, but yes, this exercise really gave me the confidence to go ahead and book those home improvements and to book those holidays because I know that those two things are what bring me the most joy and fulfillment in my life. So what I want you to ask yourself is the most joy and fulfillment. That exercise should have really clarified it for you. And if you want to share with me what you found out today, if it has helped you and it's given you the confidence to spend your money or focus your money and your time and your energy on the things that are actually going to make you happy, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life or at Francesca Amber. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, if you have got some value from today's episode, please do your girl a favour. You can rate, review and subscribe. It takes mere seconds, but it really helps out us free podcasts. Okay, what else do I have to tell you? Oh, exciting news. So all of my subliminals, I have a full range from anxiety and overwhelm, wealth, success, fertility. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Weight loss, perfect health, all the things, they are now available in eight hour versions. Now, this is something that was hugely, hugely requested by so many of you. And I've done it. It took me all fucking week. And my MacBook has probably died a death because of it. But I've done it. They are all in eight hour versions that you can play overnight. Um, 
And yes, it's truly amazing to have that going to sleep stage and the waking up stage both flooded with positive affirmations because those theta waves as you're going to sleep and waking up, they're really powerful times to be susceptible to subliminal messaging. So take your pick, bitches, take your pick of whatever one you like and play that shit all night long. We are reaching the end of another month. Um, Next month in the book club, as part of my little two-week break, I'm actually doing something a little bit different. We are not doing a new book for the first time ever. We are actually recapping my top four ever books in the book club. So those top four books are The Happy Home, which is all about feng shuiing your home and your living area, your office, your whatever it is your environment where you live, to live your best life in all areas of your goddamn life. Um, We are doing Get Rich Lucky Bitch, which is a book that has absolutely fucking changed my life, all about the energy of money. We are doing Atomic Habits, a book that is amazing for making sustainable long-term change in your life. And the fourth one is, what is the fourth one? Oh, the fourth one is Working Hard, Hardly Working by Grace Beverly. Now, all of these books are ones that have really stood the test of time. I have taken concepts or practices or rituals or whatever you want to call it from these books, applied them to my life, and two years later, I'm still using them. So if you are thinking, I want to do a book in the book club, but I don't know which one, this is the month to join because you can go back and listen to any of the books that we've done in the past. And like I say, I would highly recommend one of those four, but you can go back and listen to any of them. And we will be starting back up with a new book on the 1st of April. So yes, I will not see you now for two weeks. It feels very, very scary to do this. Um, Apart from my twins being born prematurely, I have never had a break from this podcast since I started it. I mean, I think three years ago. Has it been three years? I think it has. Um, But to be honest, I have been really close to burnout recently over the last month or so, closer than I would like to admit. Um, And I had timeline therapy the other day. And what she said to me is, when you go through a trauma or a very stressful time in your life or a time of huge transformation, Often at the time, if someone, if your mother's died or if you've lost your job or if you've, I don't know, anything, if you've had post-traumatic stress disorder or you've had postnatal depression, whatever, at the time, you just fucking soldier on through it. And as women, we especially are mothers, we tend to do that a lot. We just soldier on, soldier on, soldier on. And I got through some of the toughest times in my life whilst recording this podcast. Over the last three years, I've gone through some of the toughest times in my life. And I've just kept on out of a state of wanting to survive that whole time. But what I found is I was like hustling, hustling, hustling. And then I bought my house, moved into it. And it's like, I finally just stopped. And everything that has happened over the last few years kind of came crashing down on me a little bit. And I'm not having a breakdown, guys, don't worry. But also we need to learn and recognise when to stop before we reach the breakdown. So many of us feel like we have to reach that point of breakdown or burnout to then be like, ah, enough is enough. Like I I can't fucking cope anymore. Like I'm not coping. I don't want to reach that point. I feel like I'm reaching the point now where I'm like, I have to practice what I preach to you guys. I have to. That's the way I've always done this podcast is anything that I talk about is what I've implemented in my own life. 
And a big learning curve for me over the last year has been about this whole cyclical living, about how we need periods of rest in our lives and that rest in itself can be productive. The whole idea of a fertile void, this intentional hibernation, this intentional slow time to just renew, to just renew. I am not going on holiday. I'm not really doing anything And that's the point. For two weeks, I'm really not doing anything. I am taking a complete social media break. Um, I'm going to be batching my content beforehand. So if you see posts from me and you think that bitch is on Instagram, um, it's because I'll have recorded it beforehand and I'll have been like putting it on because I don't want to leave my social channels just with nothing for two weeks. Um, But I will be taking a social media break. I am taking a break from doing a new book in the book club. We're obviously just recapping over the old ones. Um, And I'm just pottering. That is my plan. I just want to potter. I have achieved something huge recently, which is I've bought my fucking dream house, guys. I've bought my dream house whilst looking after toddlers like I'm in a maternity leave stage of my life really like my days are spent looking after children and that's a time when usually you're like in a little bit of like decline with your finances not like fucking achieving your dream house and I can't still can't fucking believe I've done it but the sad thing is is I haven't really had a chance to enjoy it I've been so full-on with everything I just haven't even had a chance to stop and enjoy it so it's little things like the day that I moved in people put things away for me and they weren't necessarily where I would have put them and so I just want to go through my wardrobe and put everything where I want it and sort my wardrobe out and just go through my kitchen and rearrange where things make the most sense to go because my cleaner put everything away and it doesn't completely make sense where she put it and just potter around. I want to feng shui my house. I want to put crystals in all different areas. I want to find my wealth corner and make a little wealth altar in the corner. I want to do all of these things and I just haven't had. Do you know what? It's not that I haven't had the time. I just haven't had the energy for it. I haven't had the energy whatsoever. And so, yeah, I'm going to basically just be pottering for two weeks. And I'm so, so excited about it. I'm also starting therapy next week as well, which is one of my 2023 goals. It's been one of my goals for a few years now. But again, that's something I had a real like money block around that it was expensive and that it was a waste of money. But of course, it's fucking not. Um, So I'm starting therapy next week as well. So I feel like that's a great time to be doing it when I'm not doing anything else. And I'm just taking a real break from life. She says a break from life. I will still be looking after three children during this time. So I mean, I'm not going to be exactly fucking laying in a spa all day. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I'm really excited for it. And do you know what? There was a quote that somebody sent me on Instagram about not being scared to take a break and to take a rest. And it says, rest is a test of trust. If you ever feel tempted to overwork or control the outcome, trust and rest. And so that is exactly what I'm doing. And if you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out, I suggest you do the same if you can. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for being here with me always. It's a fucking honour and I will see you in two weeks. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye.
What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.